I went into Walmart the other day and I was like, honestly, not that bad. I was like, all right, I think I've been yeah. dramatic. Like, I don't think I'm above Walmart anymore. Like, I think I'm, I think I am poor enough to where I'm not above Walmart anymore. <laughs> so I'm also good like, news, guys. <laughs> And welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Barrett, and as always, I'm joined by my ride or die, Mr. Jackson Glass. And today, we are going to be talking about Indiana Jones. That's right, we are continuing our revisiting series by going to the very popular adventure franchise, Indiana Jones. And of course, the new one is coming out, or maybe is out by the time you're listening to this, if you don't listen to it in release week. And we're going to be giving some like thoughts and predictions on that because we haven't seen it yet. So that's Woo-hoo. what we're going to be talking about today. We'll obviously, as always, be recapping our weeks and how that's mm-hmm. been. Speaking of which, I'm going to pass it over to Jackson. How have you been? How's your week doing? Also, before I do that, I'm going to give a brief disclaimer. <sighs> this episode's going to be rough yeah. because we were supposed to record it last weekend, but I woke up last weekend with the like worst sore throat in the world. And you yeah. can probably still hear it. And you'll see yeah. me lean away to cough because I like I'm still getting over it. <laughs> and then Jackson Jackson was completely fine last week. And then over the course of his week, which he'll tell you about, now he has a sore throat. So yeah. we're both like not the I'll best throat wise. Yeah. But the show must go on. <laughs> the show must go on. We're still yeah. here to do an episode. So Jackson, yeah. I pass it over to you. How have you been? How have uh, you been? Man, I've been really good. And you can probably hear now that I'm talking how insanely congested and just sore I am. And that's not great. But you know what is great? If you followed us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast and subscribed on YouTube at The Nerdiest Podcast. We're doing great original content. You can see when episodes come out. It's going to be so great. So you should follow us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube at The Nerdiest Podcast. We have some amazing stuff coming up. And I'll see you there. My week was wild because I was leading a group at camp for my church this week and I have no voice anymore because we were singing loud and I had to talk loud because this there was 1200 people there and they were very loud. Everyone's talking. So you have to like, if you're <laughs> sorry, this is already not going great. If you have to talk loud over everyone and so day two, I lost my voice. We left Monday and by Tuesday afternoon, I had no voice. So this, what you're hearing now is me starting to regain my voice. So it was a great week. It was exhausting, but it was so much fun. It was wonderful. I saw God move there and it was so fun. So good. 10 out of 10. I didn't get to watch any movies. And so Nick, his movie count is going to be so much higher than me. But man, it was a good week. I woke up at 12 today. We got back yesterday at like 3 p.m. after being gone since Monday. Yesterday being Friday. And I just got in bed last night and I clocked out. And I woke up this morning at 12, which is very uncharacteristic for me. I usually wake up at like 7 or 8 very naturally. 12 o'clock, guys. This is what children do to you. 
they suck your energy and they suck your soul. And it's amazing. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. So that was pretty much my week. That's all I did. Um, I say that's all I did. I clocked like 20,000 steps a day. Like we were that's so everywhere. Based. It was over 90 degrees every day. It was in Alabama. Like we... We put in the work. We put in the hours. We took what's ours. Highly recommend. Very good week. I just need to pass out for another 12 hours before I'm back to myself. But all very good. I'm about to finish my summer stats class. Once that's done, I'm going to be hammering out some content because this summer I really wanted to do like a ton of content, but stats really like held me back from that just because of the time commitment. So once that's done, expect a lot more content from me, from the podcast and personally. And so very good stuff. I'm very happy to be here. Nick, how was your week? My week was a week. I, I We were talking a little before we started recording and I was like, I didn't really do a ton this week because I'm at that point where I have a job now. So my week really is just... I was working all week and I watched some uh-huh. movies here and there. Um, I did spend a little time this week working on some behind the scenes stuff with the podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, scripting on a couple of YouTube videos, working on like our big summer plans, which we'll keep teasing like that just a little bit at a time. Wink, wink. It's coming soon. Um, and I also, if you look at the podcast YouTube channel, you'll notice the banners changed. We got some new icons done. Um, huge thanks to Zoe, by the way, who's done pretty much all of our oh gosh. logos, an and they look amazing. So what a that's great. Um, so I updated some of that stuff. That's really all I've been doing, that and watching yep. movies. I've learned the secret little hack of watching movies while I'm at work, because the job I do is just taking information from one monitor and plugging it into another monitor, and it's not, like, super challenging. Um, and it's nice, because I do get to do multiple things. Like, we have productions, and I get to edit a little bit, too. So there's some variety there, but when I mm-hmm. am just doing, like, the main job, I can sit there, put one earbud in, and listen to a movie in the background. Or, like, I guess watch yep. a movie in the background while watch. I work. And... It, they're they're all mo- like rewatches because I don't want to watch anything new because that will genuinely like distract me because I'll be trying to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to our movie count here in a little bit. Oh. Uh, and for the first time in a while, I'm I'm gonna bring back a hot take. I have a hot oh, take gosh. this week. Oh gosh. Okay. And hot take. I'll use this hot take, and then we can kind of segue into like our movie watches and stuff. So, as you can see, I have two shelves behind me, and Jackson and I were talking about we one of our favorite pastimes is to get Lego sets and then hop on FaceTime, mm-hmm. queue up a movie on the group watch and build Lego sets and talk while we're watching a movie. So it's we're talking about doing that Highly for Prince of Egypt because they just put Prince mm-hmm. of Egypt on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Um, and neither of us have seen it. Yeah. Which is shocking. A long time. For, uh, I've, I've seen it like twice, but I was very little. And so it's, it's shocking for two Christian film bros who haven't seen right. like one of the most iconic Christian films. <laughs> uh, so as I was doing that, I was like, Oh, I need a Lego set to build. And then I kind of got distracted, like going down the rabbit hole of Lego sets. And 
I was like, oh, let me look at the new, like they're doing a new Cinderella's castle from Magic Kingdom. And I was like, oh, I missed the last one. I'll get this one. Cause like, it looks cool. I love the Disney castle. Um, and I want to get it. And right. now because I have such limited shelf space, I have to actually measure out and make sure I have the space for the Lego set. So I was like, oh, let me look at this. 31 inches tall. Okay. That's not that bad. I pull out a tape measure. It was, it was big. It was huge. <laughs> and I was like, why is this so tall? Like it comes up to my hip and I'm five, seven. So I was shocked. Ooh. I was like, that Ooh. is a tall Lego set. Why? And it's like 24 inches wide. And I was like, I fit, do not have a physical space <laughs> that can contain this Lego set. So I'm not getting it. Um, and also, you know, probably better to save that $400 for, I'm trying to save up so I can yeah. get a Mac studio and kind of just reinvent my entire desk mm-hmm. because right now it is just a mess of cables and all this stuff running off of a MacBook, and I want to get something a lot more powerful. So when I do mm-hmm. edit from home, I can, but I also can live stream stuff. Like, I'd love to do Minecraft streams, but right. my computer right now cannot handle running Minecraft and OBS uh, at the same time. My computer can't handle running OBS and having a cam link plugged in without lagging. So, like, even right. Being, right. being able to do something like that is what I want to save for, especially now that I have a full-time job and I'm making, like, real adult money. Uh, it makes it a lot right. easier to save. So have you that's... seen have you seen the Apple Vision Pro? That there, new um... like the the VR headset thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it looks really stupid. I... And I would not pay thirty five hundred dollars for it. I think that it it's so interesting to me because when Apple does something like this, it makes it a lot more accessible and seem a lot more realistic when it's pretty much just like an Oculus Rift. When, like, but the Oculus Rift was marketed towards a gaming community. And so the Oculus Rift is like, you play Beat Saber, you do this, and, like, you do the metaverse stuff, whatever. Personally, I don't know of anyone that's into the metaverse. They're like, generally speaking, the more people I talk to, they're kind of like, yeah, it's kind of stupid. But... I think this is this is the first like AR VR headset thing that I think was it's being marketed to a general audience. And mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what happens cuz you're talking about getting a new computer. I'm like, well, will this become one of those things where you're like, oh, it's like getting a new phone. You're like, oh, I got this new AR thing. Personally, I don't think so. I don't think it will because it's like we are a culture of convenience and putting on this giant headset thing and needing to do all this stuff. That's not convenient. And so that's all been all in the news recently is the Apple vision pro. I think it's too expensive and I don't really think it's super useful. I don't now here. Here's, I don't know if you've seen this and I don't, I don't know what it's called. It's like the, it's like the vision quest or something. I could find it, but it's essentially, it's a pair of glasses that can hook into your game console, including the Nintendo switch. And then it projects like a 120 foot screen in front of you, but no one can see it except for you. 
So if you want oh. to play the Switch on a huge screen on like a plane, you can. Yeah. And if you like if you and I were on a plane and we both had a set of the glasses, we can sync them up and then we can both see the same screen and play together. It's awesome. really cool. The te- I don't know how it works like what if I'm staring at something that's not a flat surface? Right. How does that work? Right. Cuz that's how projections work right now. So it's something I definitely want to look into. It's like $500 a pair. So it's a little, like the technology is a little yeah. too expensive right now, but it's definitely something I would look into. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know, five, 10 years from now when it's a little more affordable. Right. I would definitely, because I think that's a really cool concept. That's of a really like, good idea. You don't have to stare down at this tiny little screen. Mm-hmm. You can just put glasses on and then it's right there in front of you. And it's mm-hmm. not like straining your neck to look down. Because yeah. have you seen that like, what it's like a diagram where it's like how much your head weighs based on where you're leaning. Oh, and it's yeah. like if you're leaning oh, yeah. all the way forward, it's like 120 pounds. But if you're looking back, it's like 10 pounds. It's oh, real. Yeah. It's like it's the science is there and it makes sense. Right. It's right. just a really weird thing. So yeah, the glasses are really cool. I the YouTuber beat 'em ups that I watch is the one who plugged them and has mm-hmm. used them, and I'm like. They sponsored him, and I'm like, man, that's cool. Still five hundred dollars, though. Right. <laughs> and like, I don't know. That's a lot of money. I I wish I had. Like, that's how I know I've made it. Is when I can be like, yeah, that sounds good, and I just like, I just like, yeah, I can buy that. That sounds good. Um, Speaking of sponsorships, I want to apologize to the listeners oh, just for a minute. Money. I think specifically the Spotify listeners, because I oh, think that's the bad. only place. The anchor ad or Spotify for podcasters ad runs. I'm sorry, because first of all, to fit all of the new information, I know we've apologized for this before, to fit all the new information they want crammed in that ad, the ads are like a minute long. Yeah. I'm sorry they're that long. We're working on not having to use the ad. We're trying to get there. Um, But also... Apparently, they're only running monthly ads now because I got an email this week that was like, oh, we have a new sponsor for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Is this like actually a new sponsor? No, it's the same ad campaign, but it's for July. So instead of having one that just runs year round, because right now, if you listen to an ad this episode, it's the June ad campaign. Right. And then they send me an email for July. And I'm like, so are we just doing one a month instead of just one that runs continuously. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing it that way unless they're like, because we're starting your ad over every month, you don't make as much because the RPM is not like the ad we had mm-hmm. running before was doing substantially well because it had been running for months and the RPM was really getting up there. But if you're starting over every month, you're starting from zero yeah, I and you know. just can't realistically get there in 30 days it's not possible so yeah. i don't know what their issue is i don't know what they're doing it's kind of by the time we get wacky. to august we probably won't need the ad anyway yeah. oh. i'll leave it because oh, it's leave it at that <laughs> just yeah. saying we might not need the ad by the time we get to august <laughs> i don't also say. got an email this week that it was like updates to apple podcasts in ios 17 and i was like oh finally they're doing basic needs for the podcast app on apple and they actually not 
Well, so the only thing they added is they added some new categories for podcasts. Apple Podcasts has their own TikTok now, and they support individual thumbnails for episodes. So in the past... Oh, <clears throat> so that in the last past, one is actually really big. That's a big deal. So in the past for Spotify, you can upload individual thumbnails for episodes, where on Apple Podcasts, you could only upload your show thumbnail and it would be that for every episode. So now you can do it individually, which is a big deal. But there's also so many things that I'm like, like they're like basic needs that Spotify has that Apple Podcasts doesn't. Like I want polls and like I want, there's, it's frustrating because there's no love towards Apple Podcasts. Um, but that's what I use because I'm not a Spotify user. And so I'm glad that they're starting, but there's a long way to go for Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I mean, it honestly, it still bothers me that the Apple Podcasts and like Apple Music are on two separate apps. That's why I like Spotify yeah. is because I can, because you can't do this on Apple is like if I'm doing a long car ride, but I don't want to listen to a podcast the whole time, instead of switching from Apple Music to Apple Podcasts, I can just say, let me queue up 10 songs, and then at the end of that queue, I can queue up a podcast. And mm -hmm. then when the podcast is over, it goes right back to music. That, That's smart. Honestly, That's awesome. I love doing that. I like that I can queue everything together. I like that everything yeah. is in one app, and it makes my life so much easier. Also, as for adding custom thumbnails, we used to do custom thumbnails for oh, Spotify every, episode. every, every episode. episode. But because it was only going out to Spotify, we stopped doing it. Because yeah. it's like, well, there's part of the audience that isn't even seeing the custom right. thumbnails. It not was that a lot we're going to go back to it. No, I kind of like a lot not of work for it. like half the audience to see it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's mm, Apple podcast sucks. Thank you for coming to my um, TED talk. I'm not going to say you're wrong because you're probably right. <laughs> I do want to, I do want to touch on this really quick, not as like a big topic. And then we can jump into our movies and in Indiana Jones. Yeah. If you, which by the way, if you can't tell, we're testing out a little bit of a new format here. Just saying. Just saying. Listen. We're Just trying. Saying. Just throwing that out there. We're trying something new. Anyway, um, in in the news this week, there was a Nintendo Direct. There was a Nintendo Direct. Was very hype. I didn't know if you'd watched it or not because you were at camp all week, and I was like, so, eh, he probably hasn't seen it. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's what. So, um, for rooming situation, we had like 50 kids and eight adults and whatever. Um, I was in a room. It was like me, my friend Andrew, and my brother. And what's really funny is Andrew reminds me a lot of you. Shout out to Andrew. What a legend. But he, I woke up at like 6 a.m. And he was in bed watching YouTube. <laughs> and I was like, this is a very Nick move to just be yeah. like, well, I'm awake. And then just be like, ooh. And so he, he kept me updated on the Nintendo Direct stuff. And I'm yeah, pretty is, excited for me. some of the stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, they revealed like the the highlights for me were Super Mario RPG. Looks really cool. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to play that. They it had already been revealed, but they put it in the direct. There's a new Persona 5 Tactics game coming that I'm definitely going to play. They're porting over Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon to Switch, which if you've seen my top 10 3DS video over on the Joystick Drift YouTube channel, that is in there. It is one of my favorite 3DS games and I got so excited. I I was, this was a rough direct for me because it was at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. Oof. What also happens at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday is we have a weekly team meeting. 
So I was watching a live stream. Like I was watching a YouTuber live react to the direct. And as soon as the little like the rating thing popped up, uh, someone walked in my office and was like, "All right, time for the team meeting." And I slammed my desk. <sighs> I was like, "Ah!" <sighs> so I paused it and I left my phone in there. We had the team meeting. I came out <laughs> and I pressed play. I was probably the weirdest person to watch for that like forty minute block because <laughs> I was sitting there like fist pumping the air on different announcements and stuff. It was great. Uh, <laughs> so there was that. They're doing a Princess Zelda and a Ganondorf amiibo for Tears of the Kingdom coming it's later exciting. this year. It's exciting. Very excited about that. And the the thing that I'm probably most excited for is they're doing a new 2D Mario Super Mario Bros. Wonder that yes. just looks so beautiful Dude. because it's so different from the other 2D Mario yep. games. But it also has that same charm that made me love the 2D Mario games. And that comes out in October. And I'm, I'm very excited. excited to play that. Dude, I'm excited. I was wondering where they would take Mario after the Mario movie. And I was really yeah. nervous that we would get like a Mario movie game, air quote. And I'm really glad that they seem to be continuing with the 2D platformer style. And I like, I mean, honestly, like put some respect on Mario. Like those games are fun. I like those games. And so I'm excited to play. I think that's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm really that's definitely going to be a day one get for me a lot of the other games are kind of like oh if i don't get a day one that's okay Mm -hmm. i'll get it shortly after that is like i'm gonna pre-order it somewhere i don't know where yet Mm -hmm. because i'm kind of edgy on gamestop right now (laughs) oh uh me and gamestop have a tense relationship right now uh Me and Target have a very tense relationship right now. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not going to Walmart. So it seems like the common denominator left over is Best Buy. So I might be going to Best Buy. I don't know. I'm going to wait until it gets a little closer to pre-order. I I went into Walmart the other day, and I was like, honestly, not that bad. I was like, okay, I think I've been dramatic. Like, I don't think I'm above Walmart anymore. Like, I think I'm, I think I am poor enough to where I'm not above Walmart anymore. (laughs) So I'm also like, guys, if I have to go in Walmart once every other month just to get more like shampoo and conditioner, honestly, I can suck it up. I'll be fine. I because honestly, I don't go out and buy that much stuff anyway. Right. I don't buy groceries at Target. I buy groceries at Publix. Like, I have no need to go to Target right now. So it's it's been, dude. It's been so easy to not go to Target because all the Zelda stuff came out already. So I've got nothing to buy. Yeah. And if like anything, I would buy like movies or manga and stuff. I just buy it at different stores. Right. It's been and so not, easy to not go to Target. And I'm not here to like boycott only horrible people go to target type thing it's just more like hey you guys are starting to like really emphasize some stuff that i don't agree with and so i'm gonna maybe shop somewhere else for a while and a lot of people are doing that and so it's very much of like a like no disrespect to anyone that goes to target that's just what i'm where i'm at right now and i like the only thing is our Walmart here has had multiple stabbings in the last year. It's just so it's a little they also like keep attacking the mayor like anytime. So the the mayor's family, I don't know why. Anytime they're in Walmart, they get like pulled aside into custody for like th- they keep trying to pin the mayor's wife for stealing stuff when she is not. And I don't know why. It's just, 
is the kind of crackhead energy that makes me really not want to go there. <laughs> so Our Walmart is pretty clean because it's pretty new. Will it be that way in five years? Who's Probably to say? Not. Who's to say? But I don't know. I feel like your the the cleanliness and the quality of your Walmart says a lot about the socioeconomic yes area that you live in. Yes, because if you live in a very like, it's wow. This got really off this topic. Got so but, real, so <laughs> quick. <laughs> if you live in a lower income area, obviously your Walmart's going to look worse. Whereas right. if you live in a higher income area, because the people who shop there take care of their stores. Yeah. So like if you live in a higher income area, you're obviously going to shop differently than people who live yeah. in a lower income area. That's not like to... a dig. That's just, that's just how it right. is. And you have to live up to the standards of your customer where these right. super snooty rich people are going to complain if it's dirty when they're in, they're like, feel like they're entitled to that. Like, Oh, this has to be really, really, really nice store. or I'm not going to shop here. Um, but Something I saw yesterday, I want to bring this up. You were talking about GameStop. They're doing, I just saw the trailer for, um, I think it's called Stupid Money, which is oh, the, way to bring the, it back mo- to movies. Good job. the movie about the GameStop like stock event, which I was kind of like, that was fast. They're really <laughs> was, just like, making year. movies about anything now, which also, honestly, go for it. Movies are so formulaic and cookie cutter that like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Make a movie about the GameStop stock. It's kind of a stupid story. Why not? Why not? It's not hurting anybody. Just make it. I just want to say the cast is insanely good. Like it has Nick Offerman. It has that guy from the Batman. He was the Riddler. What is his name? I don't, I don't know. The one who's like famous now for the meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so his claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, it's like Nick Offerman and Pete Davidson and that guy and the girl from Superstore. I really like her. Has Seth Rogen. I'm like, this like looks really good. And for why? Like, this is weird. It was very fast. I'm very have, curious to see how that performs. Have you seen Superstore? I've seen three seasons, I think. What is it on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Because I've seen, like, I'm looking for another sitcom to just yeah. kind of watch in the background, and I don't necessarily want to watch Community again yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can, like, if you think, is it good? Like, I so what I'll say is, me it, and my mom, is it enjoyable? I guess is a better question. Yes. So okay. me and my mom watched it for a while, and the first, I think there's, I don't know how many seasons there are, maybe five or six. Um, we watched, I think, three seasons after, from what I've seen. After season two, it gets less funny and like a little because it goes a little less realistic where the first two seasons are like, oh, they work in a retail store like it's kind of crazy and it's really funny. And then the third season is like, oh, this manager and this employee don't get along. But now she's carrying his baby. And you're like, what? How did we get here? Like, how? Whoa. What happened? But that accelerated quickly. I actually highly recommend. I think you'd like it. Okay. I'll I add it to my list. Like I need to sign back into Hulu. It's worth it. <laughs> Do you need my Hulu password again? Uh, no, <laughs> I think I have it saved. Oh, gosh. Okay. I don't know. Your Hulu password is like 4731 exclamation point ampersand percentage dollar sign. Oh, gosh. Yeah, That's not his actual Hulu password, by the, the actual, way. It's just like random. It's random. Like it's, 
it's very secure. It's, I will it's say. not like capital letter word number exclamation point. No, it's so like random. Like most people like, have their passwords. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody bad. actually use like, you know, when you're going to sign in or create a new account? And your browser will say use suggested password, and it is just a bunch of random letters and numbers. Who uses that? Who is who using uses that? Because <laughs> I'm not going to remember. remember that. That's kind of the whole point is that I yeah. don't remember. Yeah. So I need to use something that I would remember anyway. Anywho, movies. so Indiana how many Jones. movies have we watched? Oh gosh, you're right. How many do movies you, are you? Just you go first, because my number is going to be way higher than yours. Do you remember what I was at last time? You were at like 61, I think. Okay. And that um, was not including the four or the three Indiana Jones movies you watched. So I think I'm at like 62, 63. No, oh, you've only gone up two. It's really hard because Letterboxd can't count rewatches. And so I have to like kind of calculate because I have mine in a list of 2023. That's my list. And I can't, you can't put the same movie in more than once. Oh, I was like. Yeah, you I mean, can doing log lists the same way. You can you can log rewatches on Letterboxd, but you can't put the same movie in a list twice. Right. So I'm at like 62, 63. I'm going to go through and like calculate the exact number so I make sure we're accurate. But oh. about 62, 63. I remember I was at Hold on. 4. I was only wasn't I like one ahead? Yeah, and I was down. I was at fifty nine. Yeah, but I was at sixty. Including rewatches. So including rewatches, I think I'm at sixty three. Yeah, I was mad because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if I watched one more movie, I would have been at sixty. Yeah. Um, so my number right now. Do you want to so guess? Scared. Oh gosh. Including is rewatches. It, is it in the seventies? Yes. Ah. Uh, is it seventy two? No, very close though. I'm at 74. I have 26 movies to go. That's a lot. But, That's a but, lot. And I and I I told you this before we started recording. Um yeah. a lot of those are rewatches because like I watched the entire Iron Man trilogy at work this week. I watched right. Cars 2, a goofy movie, Beauty and the Beast, like right. Princess and the Frog. A lot of those are rewatches. Mm-hmm. And as I was looking at like I'm scrolling through my list and a mm-hmm. lot of these are rewatches, and I, I'm not necessarily fond of that. Uh huh. And I want to watch more movies that I haven't seen. Not necessarily movies that came out this year, but just new to me. New movies. To me. So yeah. I'm gonna slow down with the movies I'm watching and watch some so, more. Like intentionally watch some more. Right. Like instead of just being like, oh, let me turn this on while I'm working. Like sit down and be like, oh, I'm gonna watch Anastasia mm-hmm. on Disney Plus or Prince of Egypt. Like. Just sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. So right. the remaining 26 are going to be a lot more it's gonna slow new down. to me movies. So I'm right. going to slow down. Because also, it's June. Where's the yeah. fun if I hit 100 by August when Literally. we hit episode 100? Literally. What's the fun? Then we got all this time. That This is... I've been thinking about this. I thought once I... Once I hit 100 movies, I'm probably going to catch up on my TV for a while. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now is I'm watching... um, I've decided I'm going to watch anime at work instead Mm -hmm. and just kind of go through shows now. Mm -hmm. So, catch up on my shows. 
I really want to watch some like really classic shows that I haven't seen. Like I want to watch How I Met Your Mother, and I want to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I want to watch Psych. I've never seen that, and so like all these shows that are really really good, and I know I'm going to like them. I just haven't committed to them because I've been watching movies. So that's my plan: is I'm going to get to a hundred and then go catch up on some shows. So. I can't remember. Um, did we say first to a hundred or whoever watches the most overall? I think we said first to a hundred and then after that was overall. Okay. So we had like two, two different awards was first to a hundred and overall. Cause I don't know. Maybe my movies just tank out at a hundred and I never watch another movie again. I mean <laughs> no like a hundred movies. movies this no year. Movies. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Too many. So. Okay. Indiana Jones. So Indiana Jones. General thoughts. We'll go by movie. We'll go by movie. As we so always do. So give me a little bit of history of Indiana Jones with you. Like, have you seen these before? When did you watch them? What did you think then? Like, give me that story. Okay. So Indiana Jones for me, I started watching them, I think, when I was seven or eight. And I thought Indiana Jones was cool. Mm-hmm. With his like whip and the fedora and the satchel and the gun, you know, back when right. guns were cool. Right. Um, which I, I have a note about that when we get to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark was, and spoiler alert, still is my favorite. Um, I also really enjoyed Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as a kid. Yeah. And I can, like, watching back, I can understand why, because it's just kind of weird. Yeah. And, we'll like, we'll obviously talk about it a little more later. Of course. But I thought it was weird. I also vaguely remember playing Lego Indiana Jones 2, mm-hmm. The Adventure Continues, th- specifically the demo version on my uncle's Xbox 360. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's that specific. I was also, <laughs> I also had this Lego Indiana Jones set that was the temple from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And I still had, and it was like, it came with this plastic mold base. And the problem was I never finished the set. Mm-hmm. So all the pieces got lost. I had all the minifigures, but all the pieces got lost. So it never got finished. It was kind of like one of those weird one-off, oh no. But I still have the plastic mold and like all of the big pieces that go with it. And I just turned it into like, oh, this is the secret Ninjago temple. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I just turn it into its own thing. And now that Lego Indiana Jones is back and I have money, I kind of want to go get <laughs> some of the Indiana Jones sets and be like, Oh, this is my second chance. Um, there is, and I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but there is a picture of like seven year old me <laughs> taking a belt, like using it like a whip. And latching it onto a ceiling fan. And, like, my mom captured the picture at the perfect moment because it was when she opened the door and I was about to swing, like, jump off the bed and swing, which would have resulted in pulling the ceiling fan out of the ceiling. (laughs) But I was about to swing around and she was like, click picture. Uh, No. No. (laughs) No more Indiana Jones for you. I also really loved the, um, the show at Hollywood Studios. Which, yeah! Shout out to the one time we recorded an episode right behind. Oh it. my god! <laughs> that bonus Dude, episode. I forgot about that. I forgot it about was that. Great. 
We found I that would, one spot next to what's the restaurant called? The back lot. Holly- the back lot. The best we restaurant at Hollywood sat, Studios. We sat at the in the very back of the back lot, and the stunt show started. So there's like explosions in the back, and we were like, "Yeah, what a good day at Hollywood Studios." <laughs> Anyway, the, the, and then you hear the music, and we're like, um, <laughs> "Please don't copyright us. Uh, we have nowhere else to sit." <laughs> so yeah, and I would I would run around like with my little fedora on and my satchel, mm-hmm. and in the satchel I had this plastic gun that was bright neon green, <laughs> so nobody thought it was a real revolver. Yeah, and honestly, as a kid, I was like. Yeah, Indiana Jones would have a neon green gun. Uh, why not? That makes why sense to not? me. Who's gonna so, tell me otherwise? That that's kind of my history with Indiana Jones. Um, what about you? What's what's your I, backstory? So what's the Jackson lore oh with gosh, Indiana Jones. The Jackson lore is pretty deep. So I was born on a cold December night. Uh, I'll fast forward a little bit though. Is I really wanted to watch Indiana Jones as a kid because everyone I know had seen it when I was like ten. I knew a ton of people that had seen it, but I wasn't allowed to because that movie is terrifying. Raiders of the Lost Ark is Love part it. of the reason PG-13 as a rating exists because it was rated PG and parents got upset and they were like, hey, this is too much for PG. But they were like, well, what are we like? It's not, it's not enough for R. And so Steven Spielberg created PG-13 for movies like Indiana Jones and Gremlins and Jaws so that's a little film history for you. But 10-year-old me really wanted to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. So much so that for four years, every Christmas, I got my dad a DVD copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the same DVD. I rewrapped it every year, and I thought I was so funny and being like, we need to watch this. And eventually, I actually did watch it with him and thought, that was really good. I really liked Raiders of the Lost Ark. But I also didn't really have a desire to watch the other ones. I didn't really care. Um, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, I've seen it two or three times. But before this last week, I had never seen the other ones. Like Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. Like I'd never seen them. So this You've is super never fresh. never seen them? Never in my life. Up before we watched it for this podcast. I had never seen them. Um because Raiders of the Lost Ark was like, okay, I'm good. I was like, that was really good. And then I just went on my merry way. I didn't even consider that there were more. So I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. One time I did fall asleep while watching it. And I was woken up to the horrifying scene of their faces being melted off. Oh, I was on vacation, yeah. like in the mountains. And I'd fallen asleep. I was like 15. Fall asleep and I woke up and they were just like getting melted. I was like, oh my gosh. So... That's pretty much my entire history. I love the Lego games so much. Even though I didn't watch the movies, the Lego Indiana Jones for the Xbox 360, 100%. Point and them watching, to switch, you cowards. Do it. Dude, dude, watching the movies, I would just kept pointing them out to Amy. I said, look, that's the level from the game where this happened. And I was like, oh, that's the staircase that I could never get up on the game. Because I was, I'd never seen them. I just played the game. So that's my history. Nothing insane. I also really like the stunt show, and I really hope that the new Indiana Jones will get them to not only keep it, but maybe update it a little bit. That's my hope. What? With a 90-year-old man playing Indiana Jones? And I just, being like, I'm just oh, saying. I'm too old for this. Yeah, Harrison Ford, you are too <laughs> old for this. Thank you for pointing out the obvious. 
I'm just saying the stunt show is fun, but now that I've already seen it like three times near the end, I'm like, all right, I'd like to be on rock and roller coaster. If we could like wrap this up, can we wrap this up? I need to go get on tower of terror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones movie, I would argue the best Indiana Jones. I was going to say, can we just go ahead and say spoiler alert? This is the best one. Right. Like it, they peaked with the is. first one. They should not have made any more. <laughs> I we'll get into the other ones in a minute because they're not bad. But I will say the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie is very clearly in my brain the best one. Yeah. So. I watched it and I was like, "Man, this is really good. Like it's a it's it's a classic." And watching the other 3, I was like, "These just did not hit the same yeah. levels of hype or levels of just enjoyability as yep. the first one. The only one that came close was Temple of Doom. And the only reason Temple of Doom got close was because Short Round was in it. Him that's and so Indy's true. relationship is the best part of that entire movie. Dude, I would argue so it's the true. only good part of that entire movie. Uh, which I have a lot to say about Temple of Doom. I we'll also have a, a lot to say about Temple of Doom. But <laughs> we'll get there in a second. <laughs> oh, my point My point. I wanted to make about guns in Raiders of the Lost Ark. I wrote this down. I said, I miss old-timey gun sound effects. Oh, my gosh. Me and too. And it was so present in this movie where it's just like, pew, bang, poo. And you're well, like, because they did man, it on set. It was practical. I miss that. I miss yeah. now they sound too realistic. Like they sound like they would sound in real life. Nah, give me the p-kong. I want to yep. hear it ricochet off a piece of metal. That's well, what I want. That's the thing is they it was so practical. Like you would shoot it and then like they had like smoke like smoke pops. Like that's not computer that's not added in on the computer after. That's practical like effects of like the steam right. the smoke and stuff coming out. And that is what I'll say about Pretty much all of these movies, pretty much. Except for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is an exception, but the practicality of the sets sells the movie so well because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm in this jungle, but it's obviously a real jungle, or I'm in this temple, and it's obviously real. Like, there's nothing in my brain that says that this isn't real. And I think that alone sells these movies so well. And just being like, that opening scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark with the boulder, it looks real. Like, it's not fake. And that's what yeah, a lot no, of these movies a real these days, like, I sound like an old man now, but, like, that's what movies are missing now is the practicality that sells you on the weight of it. So that's what I'll say is Raiders of the Lost Ark looked real. It looks real. <laughs> yeah, and... Speaking of things that look real, because they are real, this was a common trend in all the movies. Why so many snakes? I'm Uh, just curious. Who on set was like, yes, I have a snake fetish, (laughs) and it has to be in every movie. Like, you know how we make fun of Quentin Tarantino for being into feet? Like, Uh is snakes Steven Steven Spielberg's equivalent? Is like... I love seeing sna- I love seeing people get weirded out by snakes. I gotta That's put my snakes thing. in the movie. Why? <laughs> what the heck? Also, did you know in Raiders of the Lost Ark they had to put glass between Harrison Ford and the snakes because Harrison really? Ford also doesn't like snakes. 
Well, who does? Who like does? They put a physical glass barrier between him and those snakes, and I was like, bro, you could put a physical glass barrier down. I still would not get in there. Uh oh. Uh, uh, CGI uh. those snakes. I'm not looking at a real one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I I understand the. I understand because the the point is like that's his weakness. His one weakness is snakes. But near the end of the like near the like near the end of the movies, they started to turn into a joke to the point where I was like there is no reason snakes should be here. You just wanted it to be funny cuz he's scared. Like Right, like in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when they're trying to pull him out of the thing and they're like grab right. the snake and he's like don't call it a snake. Don't like, call it a oh. snake. Like, oh, you could have found a vine. You're in a jungle. You could have found a branch. You didn't have to get a snake. You got a snake because, oh, Indiana Jones doesn't like snakes. Yeah. How much you want to bet? I'll bet 10 bucks. There's some kind of really bad snake joke in the new Indiana Jones. There has to be. That's a sucker bet. That's a sucker bet. I'm not taking that. It's got to be in there. No, it's like kind of. It's a staple. And I get it because, like you said, it is his one weakness. It's the one thing. That can cripple the great Indiana Jones. But also, (laughs) it's kind of like, I get it. Like, snakes are gross. Yeah, snakes are the Nobody likes snakes. If you like snakes, that's... I'm sorry. That says a lot about you. If if you like snakes. If you're not afraid of snakes. How are you not afraid of snakes? Like, that's what I'm saying. I've never had more of a physical repulsion to anything other than snakes. Like, really tangential. But... We went, my mom's sister and I went to the zoo one day and we did everything. It was great, but we had to go to the bathroom. Now, the zoo, for some kind of cruel joke, thought it'd be funny to put one of the only bathrooms in the zoo in the reptile exhibit. That's awesome. Where there are snakes. You have to walk past snakes to get to the bathroom. So it's kind of like a test of courage. Um, (laughs) Are you courageous enough to walk past the snakes? Except for the part where. We walked the whole thing, missed the bathroom, and had to go back. So, like, half of it was snakes, half of it was, like, turtles and frogs and all kinds of other stuff. You have to walk past the snakes to get to the bathroom. (laughs) So I get in the bathroom, and I'm going to the bathroom, and I'm standing there, like, this is the part in the horror movie where the snake starts coming out of the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Because it was a very dimly lit bathroom. Uh, Not very well. I was like... This is the this is a scene from a horror movie, uh, but as I'm walking really out, funny. like I was kind of walking out with my head down and like tunnel vision and just kind of speed walking through because I don't like snakes. Mm-hmm. I caught one out of the corner of my eye and it was like moving and flipping around, and I genuinely had like an out of body experience. It was just like like my soul left my body. I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope we're good. I, we're I went here. outside. We're I was here. like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. I hate snakes. Yeah. I, but uh, that's the thing. Everyone hates snakes, so it's like kind of a weird fear. I remember this is another piece of Indiana Jones lore. Is I love the Veggie Tales version of Indiana Jones so much. Minnesota, Minnesota Cuke, Icon. Both of them are so good, and he's afraid of worms, and I think that's really funny. He's like, oh, worms are is, better. Worms why are more palatable. Always have to be worms. It's so funny. But worms I, are more palatable because they're also gross, yeah, but they're but not snakes. They're not venomous. Like it's, they're exactly. just gross. Well, they're just gross. How do we know? Um, looking at the Rotten Tomato score for all these movies, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the highest rated critics and audience. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, has a 93 critics, 96 audience, while all of the other ones are rated fresh, except Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has a very low audience score, which, honestly, Where? I kind of understand, like, because objectively, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is, it's okay, it's not that bad, like, but we will get there, we will get there. Raiders of the Lost Ark, I also think that it's worth pointing out that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has very Christian messaging in it. It's very like you can look, you can watch um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and say, what did Indiana Jones actually do? Because really all he did was lead them to the Ark. But it was like God that like protected Indiana Jones and like, like essentially what did Indiana Jones do? If you think about it, like he didn't, he didn't really do anything bad. No. And I... Okay. I'm going to address the elephant in the room here. Nazis are the bad guys. For... Yeah. What? Two out of the four movies? Yeah. Because it's Russians in the last one, and then it's um, the weird cult the stuff indig- in the second yeah, one. Yeah. We'll get to that. Um, I, I really appreciated, like... I thought it was really interesting how the Nazis were handled mm-hmm. because they were just bad guys. Yeah. They weren't like, oh, I can sympathize with what they're doing. Like, no, they're bad guys. Especially yeah. when this movie came out. Yeah. That was, and honestly still is, the perception of Nazis yeah. is what they were doing they're is bad. bad. They're bad there is guys. no redeemable quality. And no. even the archaeologist guy who worked with them could acknowledge that the Nazis were bad, but he was still like, you know what? They're paying me money, so I guess it's okay. Like, I'm just going to yeah. turn a blind eye to it, which is not what you should do, by mm-hmm. the way. So I did think it was really interesting that the Nazis were going after a Christian slash Jewish relic, mm-hmm. when in reality, like, that's like they kind of wanted to do the whole, we're going to use your own power against you. Uh-huh. I'm also like, this shows that you, like, have read too much into the folklore uh-huh. of what the Ark of the Covenant is, and you don't really understand how it works. Like, did the Nazis really think that God was going to be like, mm, yes, I will yeah, give take you it. the full power of the Ark of the Covenant to wipe out my people? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just take it. Sure. Just take it. Like, I mean, I get it. Right. It's like, oh, the Nazis are bad. What right. can we do to make the Nazis <laughs> bad? But still. They got everything they deserved when they opened yeah. it up and their faces no, melted truly. off. It was dark. It was weird. But also, that's what happened. They tell you at the beginning of the movie. Like, they go through all these examples of people who had touched the Ark or who had yeah. encountered it, and they were struck down immediately. Yeah. That's what happened, was they were struck down because they had the malintent mm-hmm. to disrespect the Ark and disrespect, you know, God and the religion that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of why Indiana Jones gets a pass because he wasn't trying to use the Ark. He was trying to protect it. Yeah. I mean, you could argue if he really wanted to protect it, he should have just left it where it was. Right. Instead of trying to find it. Just leave it where it was because it was clearly buried for a reason. Right. So. But it's also really interesting, the Indiana Jones and the dynamic of his beliefs, because he doesn't buy into any of the spiritual side of any of, in any of these movies. He doesn't believe any of it. So he's very... Uh, what's the word? He's very book smart. He's very like, he's practical. He's very he's not... practical. He's very educated, 
And so he just, he doesn't believe any of that. He's just, he just wants the treasure to preserve it. And so it's this very interesting, like, it's this very interesting crossroads of like, oh, he did the good thing, but like, did he? Like, did he though? Like, he he doesn't believe any of that. And he doesn't buy into any of the magical or spiritual side of the stuff he does. Which, so, I don't know how you don't after you watch an entire group of Nazis. Yeah. To be fair, his eyes were closed, so he didn't know their right. faces got melted off. All he knows is that he closed their eyes when they opened the, the arc. Yeah. And then when he opened them, all the Nazis were gone. Yeah, they melted. So So I don't know. And it know. seemed like in that in that moment, he was very him and Marion were very terrified. Oh, of course. Which to be fair, if I would you kind of dig into the theological aspect of like what what would be coming out of the ark to defend it other than like angels and every time an angel shows up in the bible he's like do not be afraid yeah if you've seen biblically accurate angels you get it yeah they're kind of scary looking yeah so it's like don't be afraid of my 25 eyes you're like whoa my three sets of wings (laughs) don't be afraid Uh, but if you think about that in the context of him and marion absolutely felt that presence there yeah and know that's what took the nazis away so I don't know how you go through that and then even like get to the third movie where mm-hmm. he's like, ah, this is all a bunch of hokey. Like, yeah. okay, you watch the Ark of the Covenant get rid of a bunch of Nazis yeah. and you just watched this weird cult guy steal hearts. Yeah. And you're still going to tell me there's like yeah. none of this is real. Yeah. That was, that was a weird like character development thing uh-huh. that didn't make sense. But I, other than that. I wasn't about I that. Was I want to talk about the Temple of Doom a little bit. Okay, because, before we do Temple of Doom, yeah. I want to talk about Indy and Marion are the best. They're the, she's I don't the, best say the best female sidekick. Yes. I'm yeah. not going to say they're the best duo. I think the best duo goes to Indy and Short Round yes. by a mile. A mile. But the best like Indy female pair is him and Marion. Yes. No, the other two no. don't even compare. Not even close. They don't compare. Even like, like I really love Sean Connery. Even his dad, like, I still like Marion better than his dad. Like, she is the best counterpart to balance their personalities, balance the best out of all these movies. Because she's also, she's very much like Elizabeth from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Where she's just a really well-written female character. Yeah. She still has those feminine aspects, but she also isn't a pushover who's, oh, I'm the damsel in distress all the time. Marion did a lot of stuff in Raiders of the Lost Ark and then later in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And just to go from Marion being so great and awesome in Raiders of the Lost Ark to Willie Scott, who actively made me want to turn off the movie because she was just so bad. She was dumb. She was stupid. She was the stereotypical, stupid, dumb, blonde woman who's afraid of everything, is, oh, I chipped a nail. My life is so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to scream at every single animal that's outside. Oh, I don't like this. It's dirty and muggy. It's just annoying. It's so frustrating. She. I don't. I hate I her. So I can't stand her. I. There were so many yeah. moments where, like, I didn't even feel bad when they were going to lower her down into the lava and kill her. I'm like, okay. Okay, let her go. I'm fine with that. And yeah. then he somehow falls in love with her in throughout the movie. 
Yeah, he... I feel like Indiana Jones is a big womanizer, which is kind of... It's a product of the time. It's a product of the time, and it's a very common theme in those adventure movies of, like, come on, toots, let's go. Like, they swing together type. Like, Star Wars does that. Indiana Jones... Like, it's... I'm not gonna be, like... I'm not gonna get pissed and be like, oh my gosh, like, this is so terrible for women and whatever... I really don't know. I'm not in a position to comment on that. I just want to say that the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones didn't feel charming. He felt weird. weird. Like, he felt weird. It felt like... Ah, I can't say that. It feels very... like he, There's he a lot of forced. scenes where he's really pushy. Yeah, he's very and it's pushy. Not, and they play it up as like this, oh, it's romantic. Like, they're yeah. falling in love. It's like, he was no. very it's like abusive like very yeah it's like that's in today's culture that's borderline assault yeah like that's not romantic that's weird yeah (laughs) don't do that no (laughs) so and there's like do not let indiana jones be your role model no for how to interact with women because he he was like in raiders of the lost ark he was very like cool like arch eyebrow like hero guy but he also like i feel like he had a lot of respect for Marion and like right. they were, they were good counterparts cause they were like a team, uh, which we find out later in the crystal skull. It's cause they were like actually in love. Um, but like in the temple of doom, he treats her horribly. And there's the whole scene where they're like, it's back and forth if they're going to sleep together. And it's like this weird tension that's like, has no, it doesn't ha- really have a place in the movie. I didn't think. And it was like, it's kind of like James Bond in the sense oh, thank of like you. I was about to make that comparison. Yes. It's like James Bond in the sense of like, you know, James Bond is a womanizer. He's like the cool guy that gets the girls. But I also, I never felt like James, at least Daniel Craig, James Bond. I don't ever felt like he forced himself on women. Right. I never thought that. And I never thought that there was, a woman in one of those Daniel Craig movies that was like, uh, it's weird. Willie Scott is a weird character and I don't know how to, how to explain it. Yeah. It, it's just not handled very well. No, I and don't, I don't I, feel I, like I there's it. another movie. Willie Scott feels taken advantage of in my opinion. Yes. And it's, it's like like I said earlier, it's a product of the time. Yeah. And I, it wasn't right then. It's not right now. But back then, that was like socially acceptable. Yeah. Whether or not we think it's okay, it yeah. was socially acceptable. And now it does definitely feel dated. Yeah. Because like we're sitting here right now like, oh, that made me uncomfortable. Because that's yeah. just not how you should treat women in general. No. And that aspect of Indiana Jones felt very played up in two and three, but then yeah. not in one and four when Marion was present. Right. And I don't understand, like these movies would have been radically different if they just let Marion be the counterpart for all four movies. Right. I agree. And I think it would have like, you still could have had that back and forth. You still could have had like that romantic tension. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Is play on that romantic tension, but it doesn't, it doesn't work when like th- for lack of a better word for those who understand the reference I'm trying to make here when Willie Scott is a tsundere right where she's like oh I hate you but I what? actually love you <laughs> like no it's a trope in anime where 
girls are like, I hate you. You're the worst. I think you're stupid. And then behind your back, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm actually so in love with him. He's the best. Like, it's that trope. Yeah. If you wanted to do that, then do that. That's fine. That is like something that happens in real life. But don't have the back and forth where they're like, well, you're going to come sleep with me because I have that effect on women. And she's like, ugh, how could you say that? But they you're like going to both... come sleep with me because yeah. I'm the best thing that's ever happened to you. And I'm like, okay, we did not need this. Yeah. Like, and they like both want to, but both want, like are have too much pride to like say that they want each other. And it's, it's, it's bad. I, she, if short round was not in that movie, I feel like that movie would tank. He, it, he kind of saves the movie. It would be such a skippable movie. If he, he saves wasn't the in movie. It. Um, and I'm really glad that he's back into acting and he deserved the Oscar for everything everywhere all at once wholeheartedly. I'm so glad he's back. He is good in Temple of Doom. He's so funny. He is a great character. He's useful. Um, I really wish there was more of him in Indiana Jones, but I also understand that like they kind of have to segment the movies and it's different characters and like a different situation every time. The uh, movies are all supposed to be standalone, yeah, but sequels to each other. And I yeah. get that's why they get rid of characters. And even then, like when Marion comes back in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, they don't really talk about what Mm-mm. him and her did in right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know she's a returning character because the franchise is just that old at that point. Mm-hmm. But also, like, eh. yeah, yeah, I. Well, we watched Temple of Doom, and I was like, I feel like Temple of Doom is my least favorite of these movies. And you can come attack me, whatever. I don't like it. Temple of Doom, the weird spiritual culty stuff, and Willie Scott are the two things that I did not like about that movie. But it's also a crossroads because I appreciate that they touched on it. I feel like they weren't afraid to go there. But I also just, it made it a not enjoyable movie for me because it was like this super serious life and death, like ripping your heart out, super culty, weird, spiritual, mixed with this like really slapsticky action of like jumping off a mountain and like, oh my gosh, we're on the rope bridge. And like, I even wrote in my notes. Or like jumping out of a plane with a raft and right, then that the like, raft inflates by the time you hit the ground. And you're like. Which would kill you, by the way. It would I kill don't you. Think that's it would possible. kill you. That's not possible. I wrote in my notes, I said two things. I said the writers were probably giggling really hard when they wrote this. Because I just pictured like these middle school boys, like he, and then and then and then, and I also wrote, and then Indiana Jones is going to force Jones himself onto the woman because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and then I also wrote, I said this movie watches like an Air Buddies movie, like I feel like Man. I could watch Treasure Buddies and have a similar experience to watching Temple of Doom. You're not wrong. That is what I'm going to say. And you can attack me. You can fight me. The DMs are open. I don't care. That is how I feel. I did not enjoy watching the movie, even though I really appreciate the giant set pieces that like it looked incredible. It was directed incredibly well. Actors did a great job. Character. A lot of the characters were really fun and funny. And I really love the end with the minecart chase scene. 
that yeah. is so fun. And I really love the justice of the movie of like, yeah, these are bad guys and they had child slaves and they get what's coming <laughs> to them. Like that's yeah. awful. I really appreciate that stuff. But the other stuff is hard to look past and it makes it not as enjoyable of a movie for me, even though I appreciate the quality of the movie. Yeah. I'm, I agree with what you're saying. I'm going to, I'm going to come in defense yeah. of two aspects here. Okay. One being my favorite part of the movie was everything with short round. My yes. favorite scene in the movie is the scene where him and Indy are sitting at the campfire playing poker. Yes. Their interaction back and forth was I was laughing hysterically mm-hmm. because it was just like, it was that snappy witty dialogue of them going back and forth undercut by Willie running around and screaming. Like, they just weren't paying mind to her at mm-hmm. all. And I think that made the scene even better. Yeah. Not the her running around, but the fact that they were ignoring her because we can all acknowledge that she's being a little ridiculous. Right. Now, and I wrote this down in my notes, I want to, because some people say, like, oh, the cult stuff is weird. Like, why would they put that in there? I think, especially now, more so than when the movie came out, I think it's very important to look at things like that and acknowledge that these are real things that happen in real yes. life. There are yes. cults out there who believe in religions that aren't Christianity. There right. are cults out there who do drink blood and eat snakes and like all this weird stuff that we just kind of look at it and like, oh, that's weird. Like, don't do that. Yeah. But like, that is a very real thing. And like, yeah, having child slaves, that's bad. Regardless of whether or not you're in a cult, slavery is bad. Yeah. Like, across the board, that's bad. But these movies, and, I, and I'm not going to speak for the fifth one because we haven't seen it, but I feel like this is something they're going to do, is these movies never shied away from making the bad guys bad. Yeah. And it's kind of like what I was saying about the Nazis, is there's nothing redeemable about them. They're just bad because they're the Nazis. The Nazis are bad. And this cult, like, everything this cult is doing, you look at it and you're like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, you're eating snakes. You have child slaves. You're drinking blood. Like, that's gross. That's yeah. weird. That's bad, and it's evil, and it's portrayed as nothing but that. And I yeah. think movies nowadays get so caught up in, well, the bad guy needs to be relatable. Like, he needs to have a reason as to why he's bad, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. if you want to give a little sympathy and relatability to your villain... That's fine. Not every villain needs to be that way, though. Right. Let there be some villains who are just evil for the sake of being evil because they're a bad person. Having every villain have some kind of like, ah, he was slighted in this way. Now he needs to get revenge. Like, okay, that's fine. But if every villain is like that, then they're not really. Then like, it's like the quote from Incredibles. Like, if everyone is super, then no one is. Like, yeah you're not different if everyone's the same. So yeah. I, I like do that. respect that. I, like that. I think the cult stuff is weird. It's so weird, but it's also portrayed but as I appreciate nothing it. but weird. <laughs> right. It's not like, well, look at this cult. Like, yeah, we'll just let them do whatever they're doing. Yeah. Like, they were no. like, no, this is weird. <laughs> I do appreciate that. I, while it like was hard to watch, they also portrayed it as nothing, but this is really weird. Right. And so that was good. As far as the last crusade goes, I don't have I can much to say. Honestly about this movie. tell you, I don't remember most of it. 
and it's all not, I remember. not at the expense of the movie, but I don't remember a lot of it, and I watched it two weeks ago. All I remember about Last Crusade, this is the first time I'd ever seen it like in its entirety. Uh-huh. I had known about it, but I hadn't seen it in its entirety. Yeah. All I know is that Indiana Jones inappropriately hits on another blonde white girl. He forces himself on another blonde white girl. Is looking for another Christian relic. Yeah. And is fighting the Nazis again. It 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 really feels like the first three Indiana Jones movies feels like the Cars trilogy, where <laughs> the first one was really good. And then they tried to do something different with the second one, and people didn't like it, so they went back to the formula so for the third the one. <laughs> yeah, that. They're like, that um, makes sense. I, yeah, I like get that. Nazis, Christian relic, the hot female side character. That was the only part they didn't really accurately bring back. Um, I will say one: I really like Sean Connery in the movie. He's very good, um, but it's Sean Connery. He's good in everything. Right. Um, he was really good. I really liked the pacing of Last Crusade. I thought it was very refreshing compared to Temple of Doom because Temple of Doom was like, booyah, inciting incident. And The Last Crusade was like, all right, here's some backstory. Here's a flashback, a little Indiana Jones childhood lore. All right, and we're back up. We introduce his dad. He's in the classroom. Like, oh, no, his dad is missing, this and that. Like, it eased into it so much better than Temple of Doom did. I was going to say, it felt like it took a while for Temple of Doom to get somewhere. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel... I feel like it took an incredibly long amount of time to get to the point in Temple of Doom. Well, because that is what was annoying about Temple of Doom, is it took a long time to get there, but it wasn't like nothing was happening. It was a lot of the stuff was happening, but that wasn't the point. It didn't get until the actual point until, like, halfway through. And I feel like that's something that hurts the movie on rewatching it and knowing what happens. I think yeah. if you don't know, then yes, it's all interesting and it's all entertaining. But if you've seen it already, you're like, oh, can we just like, get to the heart stealing people? Right. Like, why right. am I here? Yeah. And so I'd also like to point out these movies, all of the Indiana Jones movies are pretty consistently like two hours. They're like two hours, two hours, four minutes, two hours, eight minutes. Like they're very consistent in their length. Got that down to a T. Which is very interesting. Also, some funny, some good stuff from um, The Last Crusade. That scene where they think that Indy dies and then he just shows up behind them. Like, what are we looking at? That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It, I was cackling. That was like so out of character for the Indiana Jones movies because it was like, it was a joke. It was played up to be a joke, which is kind of... right. Like, they're funny, but they're not like, this is a joke. That was funny. I liked that. I also really like the end of The Last Crusade where he's like, oh, I can get it. I can get it. Like, I can do it. And then he's just like, Indy, let go. And I was just like, dude, I, that that gave me chills. That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is not my favorite part of the movie. But the part where I laughed the most uncontrollably was purely because it caught me off guard and I didn't know it was in the movie. But, like, they're going to get the journal because the journal yeah. has all the stuff in it. Right. 
and they're they go to like this nazi thing and they're burning all the books and you're like oh okay that's cool wait a minute is that adolf hitler and he's just sitting there and i was like that's weird <laughs> okay uh, okay yeah. like no, and then i kind of like, brush right. it off and then five minutes later <laughs> there's a scene where hitler gets like it's a close-up and he's like right there with indiana jones and then he signs the journal and yeah. hands it back to him. And I'm like, why is Hitler here? <laughs> First of all, why is Hitler here? This feels really weird. <laughs> like, this didn't need to be here. But also, you could not get away with that in a movie today. Uh-uh. No, and no, I, I think that's like the it. funniest part is you could not. Like, yes, they did it in Jojo Rabbit, but that was purely comedic. Oh, like, right. this was yeah. supposed to be portrayed as serious, like, the Adolf Hitler yeah. is in this movie. Yeah. And I was just like, you can't it's do that. It's so today. weird. You it's can't. so funny. Yeah. I Other than that. I don't have a lot to say about Last Crusade. I don't have a lot to say about it, it either. I didn't really like it. It's my least favorite. Really? I would watch Temple of Doom before I'd watch Last Crusade. Really? Yeah. As much as I don't like Willie. I didn't like the girl in this movie either because she turns out to be like a Nazi double agent. Yeah. That's and a pretty like, consistent theme. That was kind of dumb. That's a pretty consistent theme in the Indiana, Indiana Jones movies. Last Crusade, I thought it was good. It's kind of like a, yeah, it was good. Shrug. Okay, cool. All right. Can I get it? Okay. I'm, I'm about to lay down my hottest take. All I right. think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is the best one aside from Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. I'll die on this hill. I'd watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull before any of the other two. I would watch The Last Crusade or The Raiders. So it goes, for me, best is Raiders of the Lost Ark and then The Last Crusade and then Crystal Skull and then Temple of Doom. And I'm curious to see where Dial of Destiny lands in that because it's the it's lowest. It's freaking last. It's the lowest critic score. It's at 61 right now for critic score where the rest of them are either like even Crystal Skull is seventy seven. I and see the thing is I can't just say the movie's gonna be bad because the critics say it's bad because they've been wrong on oh, multiple absolutely. accounts this absolutely. year alone. Like they were wrong about the Mario movie and yep. they were wrong about Transformers. Like critics are just kind of wrong nowadays, so I can't even just say, <sighs> Oh, the critics think it's a du- it's a bad dumb so movie it'll be bad. and I won't go see it. Yeah. Like, because they've been wrong. Especially Rotten Tomatoes critics. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those same I, critics were like, The Flash is great. And I'm like, okay. I've heard, dude, I've heard so many mixed reviews, mixed reviews on The Flash. And I'm really, I'm not going to see it because I'm not invested. I don't care. But I'll wait till they add it to Max. Ew. In like not six Max. months. Yeah. Crystal Skull. I was really ready for the worst movie of my life. The way that people talked about it. It's not and I was bad. like, I was watching it like, this is kind of enjoyable. Like it's I don't, not that bad. I don't know. Like also, everyone dunks on it because they don't like Shia LaBeouf, and I'm like, Shia LaBeouf's uh, one of the so better true. parts of the that's movie. That's so true. Yeah, he okay. Shia LaBeouf is hilarious in that movie because he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, my mom's just po'd because I dropped out of school. What does she know? And I, I like laughed out loud. I was like, dude, it's just like oh I love when they're that sitting at the so table, funny. and the guys pull up. And he like whips out the knife, and Indy's yeah. like, "Uh, I think you just brought oh. a knife to a gunfight." And they're pulling the guns out of their yeah. jacket. Is and that... I'm like, "That's something I would do." So, like, is... I'd whip out the knife and be like, "All right, let's go." And then they pull is... out his gun, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa hold up!" Is knife to a gunfight from Indiana Jones? 
No. No. Surely that, it's not. That's been a thing for a while, hasn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Because when they but said surely it, that I'm, did not originate with Indiana. I'm pretty sure he said that in Raiders of the Lost Ark too. Well, don't point. forget. Um, don't forget that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where the guy's swinging the sword around and then he oh, just yeah. shoots him. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yes, I really. So okay, yeah. According to searches at Subzin, The Untouchables was the first film with this line, but it has been emulated in at least 20 other films since 2000. Okay. The Untouchables, 1987, one hour, 23 minutes, 23 seconds, brings a knife to a gunfight. Okay. So, no. It is not so the no. first movie to do So, that. no. I, I also really love... When he gets in the plane and just shreds the guy with the propeller, like it's that kind of fun adventure that I really like from these movies. Yeah, it it's one of those things you gotta turn your brain off and yeah. just yeah. enjoy it because it's fun adventure. What else do you want? Like, come on, it's it's dumb. Okay, yeah, it's the Russians want an alien skull. Yeah, so they can get mind control powers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just stupid. And yeah. I'm okay with that. And everyone's like, why'd they have to go with aliens for this movie? Uh, mm-hmm. What else are they supposed to do? I also... What I else? Say, what else is there for them to do? You also have to look at, they went with the folklore of the time in all these movies. And in the 50s, Aliens, Area 51, and, like, nuclear bomb testing. They're and literally Russians, in like, Area 51 at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like, that's that's what was that's what was the, the buzz. That was the folklore of the time. And does it, it might go a little too far at the end. I don't know. I, d- I, I don't also, think it does. I also think, like, like, if you saw Temple of Doom and were okay with that, how are you not okay with Crystal Skull? Like, yeah, you can't have both. You can't be you okay can't have with the weird heart stealing cult and not okay with telepathic right. the aliens. Right. I also let it go. I would also say that I don't like the villain in Crystal Skull. Oh, yeah. Um I think the Russian lady with the Edna Mode haircut was so corny and it was unrealistic. It felt corny. It almost felt like a joke. Like she was Kinda a was. joke. Like it's like a and, ju- it was a play at the Russian stereotype is what it was. Right, right. Everyone and in so, that movie was a Russian stereotype. And like them going into the warehouse and like he throws up the gunpowder so the magnets go to the Okay, whatever. Like I got up and made a snack part way like during that part. <laughs> like, I'm also gonna say Harrison Ford looks old in this movie. He looks old. And it came in out in two thousand eight. So we're like twenty That was fifteen years ago. I'm so dumb. You're right. 15 years ago. How is he going to do Dial of Destiny? And he was old in that movie. Yeah. And now they got him back doing another one. Isn't he like 85? He is 80. Man. He is 80 years old. He was, what, 65? Yeah. He is 80 years old. 65, that's passable. 80? Yeah. Harrison Ford, just retire. Just call it a day. You don't need I to be, like you've made your money, just let it go. I like Harrison Ford, but recently I felt like he's been really grumpy and it makes it hard to like him for me. He's a grumpy old man. 
Yeah. Of course like, he's once grumpy. He, I really didn't like when he was complaining about the Star Wars stuff where he was like, yeah, I just wanted them to kill Han Solo. I'm like, then why did you go back? Like, you didn't you need just said the no. check. Like, you you could have just said con- no. You weren't still contractually obligated to anything Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. You could have said no. Yeah, I just got and annoyed he like, when he... I didn't. I wanted to do it so they could kill him off and then never do anything with him again. Okay, they made Solo a Star Wars story. They didn't need you for that. Yeah, right. Like, and you... That's the killing him off I did think... nothing other than make the fans sad for 10 minutes and then angry for the other five years. Yeah. Harrison Ford is a good actor, especially in his prime. He was a great actor. And I still think he does good work. But sometimes I feel like he's so up his own butt that it's hard to like him where he's like, yeah, they can't make an Indiana Jones movie without me. And I was like, uh, they might. <laughs> They're probably going to when you die. Well, although also... I don't know with AI now they can, <sighs> if they own his likeness, yeah. if he sold that away, they can just well, make a movie without him. They also, I feel like they really wanted to do a reboot with Shia LaBeouf. I feel like they really wanted to. And then Shia LaBeouf to. got in the Transformers money and went really weird. And yeah. nobody wanted to touch him for the longest And then he time. went to prison for still a while. You know, uh, he went to jail for a while. And then t- he, I feel like, I, I feel like not a lot of people want to work with Shia LaBeouf right now. He had a but real a uh, Disney Channel kid. Oh, absolutely. Arc, absolutely. Where he got really weirdly involved with drugs and stuff and then went to prison and now he's like a different person. Yeah, no one wants Which, to hire him Which, good for anymore. him if he turned his life around. Like, that's what right, you should do. Right, absolutely. But also... But it, it, they, really, they really wanted to do a reboot with Shia LaBeouf. I, I think tell. he could have been a very interesting character to they do could've. a reboot with. Yeah, absolutely. I really... I, I usually don't like the, oh, he's your son type arcs. I thought that one worked. I really did. I liked Shia LaBeouf in that movie. And that movie, like, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull looks like it was made in 2008 and that's the problem is it really looks like a 2008 movie and i feel like he deserved a little more credit he did good in that movie his character was funny he was exaggerated and that was the point he was just this punk slick back hair kid and that wanted to ride his motorcycle very 50s very like it worked i thought it worked and i liked him and i would have watched a reboot with him i would have but now I'm really afraid they're going to use Phoebe Waller-Bridge as the no, new Indiana Kathleen Jones. Kennedy said they're thinking about it. Which, like, and I said that was how, how how out of touch do you have to be to see the initial reaction to this character and say, yeah, we might do a spinoff with that? No, yeah. you no, don't. Don't. If the fans don't like her, then don't do it. Don't be like, yeah. oh yeah, let's double down on that. No, yeah. don't. Well. After, I will say, after watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it said executive producer Kathleen Kennedy. And as we were watching the movie, I thought, I 1,000% believe that Kathleen Kennedy worked on this movie. I wholeheartedly believe that she worked on this movie because I can tell that this has, like, Rise of Skywalker energy. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the problem. It's like she wasn't really involved in the other three. Yeah. And then this one, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I can see Kathleen Kennedy had an influence on this because it's bad. But also, (laughs) it's bad, but I can enjoy it bad. Right. Because like you said, the CGI is very 2008. It's very like, it's still new to us, but we haven't, like, we're filming on film still. 
but we're using CGI because George Lucas used a lot of CGI three years ago in Revenge yeah. of the Sith, and it looked really good. So now we're going to use it here, but it's this weird yeah. in-between, and you can tell they saved the entire CGI budget for the aliens at the end, and everything just kind of yeah. looked weird. So, I don't know. I enjoyed Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I think it was great that they brought Marion back and they kind of re like rekindled that relationship and then they got married at the end. Only for them to undo it and then get divorced between four and five because okay. God forbid they do anything good. Here's the thing. I Why? Need He's to not know. gonna have a new love interest in the fifth movie. Just let him be married. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I really need to go see Dial of Destiny. Because what does the timeline look like? Are we pretending Kingdom of the Crystal Skull doesn't exist? Are we saying, I'm pretty oh, sure she the Nazis died are back again. divorced? Or are we, like, doing Nazis again? Like, is he here to fight, like, Republicans? Like, what's up? Like, what are we <laughs> What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. It's a 2023 I'm... movie. We don't know <laughs> nowadays. I'm pretty... I feel like I'm pretty excited. Not... I don't know about excited. I'm very curious to see Dial of Destiny now because the reviews haven't been amazing, but I feel like I'm going to enjoy it. That's my, that's the my audience score take. is what's going to drive me. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Critic score, whatever. Yeah. Audience score is what's really going to sell me on this movie. Yes. Cause I get, well, we can just transition to talking about Dial of Destiny here for a bit as we wrap up. I'm not like, I've always thought this was an unnecessary movie, even yeah. when they announced it being a fifth one. Well, yeah. actually, back when they announced they were making another one, there was a lot of rumblings that they were going to do a reboot, and they were just going to get like a Chris Pratt to come in and be the new Indiana Ooh, Jones, Chris which, Pratt by the way, Jones. is the way they should have gone. With Chris Pratt, not necessarily because... That does kind of feel like his character from Jurassic World. Yeah. Just without Jurassic the fedora World. and the the whip and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, his Owen Grady is a very Indiana Jones-esque character. So maybe not Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. But you can, I mean, if you still wanted to be like, oh, let's get like a Harrison Ford. Get Alden Ehrenreich, who did yeah. Young Han Solo. Get him yeah. and just do a reboot of Indiana Jones and start over. Like, right. I don't think we have to keep doing this with Indiana Jones or with not. I mean, yes, but with Harrison Ford, Uh it could be a very James Bond type thing where you tell your stories and then you pass the mantle on to another actor and you reboot again and you tell a different story or you just call it a day and just say Indiana Jones is done and we're going to do graphic novels and video games and like that's what we're going to do to keep the franchise alive. You don't necessarily have to do movies. Movies, yeah. So there's actually I didn't know this until we I started watching. There is an Indiana Jones show, the Young yeah. Indiana Jones Chronicles. It's on Disney Plus. There's like thirty episodes that are all an hour long. Like this is a long show, and I really want to know if it's good because the audience score is pretty high. It's like eighty three. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Like, do stuff like that. Like, do spin-offs. Yeah, do stuff bring like in, that. Bring back in short round as an adult. Like, right, right. Do something just with do that. Just do random stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just... Uh, I really wish Tom Holland was, wasn't was taking no. a break. Cause we, no. <laughs> Not Tom Holland. No. Fine. Mark Wahlberg will do no. plenty of... <laughs> Man, you're just uh, bad taste. 
just bad t- joke, I can't joke, even joke, I can't joke, even joke, genuinely joke. think of like a good like actor to take over Indiana Jones. I'm yeah, to it would think. have to be it would have to be someone's big break. I really do. It think would have that to be a big be... break or somebody like Alden Ehrenreich who hasn't been in a ton of stuff. Right. Like someone that has done action, but not, or what's that, what's that guy from bullet train? The, the, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. He could do it. Actually, I would watch that. Yeah. Cause he's, uh, yeah. he's Craven the hunter in the yeah. Craven movie. Yeah. Um, he's also Quicksilver. Yeah. From the MCU. Like he's so, done some stuff. I would watch that. He's really funny. I think he's good. Um, so I don't know. There's potential. I think as long as Harrison Ford is alive, he will make sure no one else does it. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things where it's like, you love your grandparent, but mm-hmm. you kind of want him to die so you can get the inheritance. <laughs> and you're like, I love Harrison Ford, but I need you to die so we can make Indiana Jones movies Stop. without you. No, that's horrible. <laughs> like, Are you John I, I mean, <laughs> That's where I got the joke from. Uh, Do you ever wish? Do you ever... It's, Ray. Ray. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like Dial of Destiny feels like they wanted to do a reboot because ninety percent of the trailers is just, hey, look, we de-aged Harrison Ford to right. look like he's thirty again. Okay, just then just find do a, a reboot. different thirty year old. <laughs> like yeah. do a reboot. I mean, I think Phoebe Walter Bridge, I haven't seen her in anything. Or if I have, I just don't know what I've seen her in. I think she's her main show is Fleabag, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, she looks like a decent person who might have just been handed a bad script. I'm not gonna pass judgment onto her. I'm gonna pass judgment onto the character, which then leans more onto the writing and the decisions made there. Oh, she was in solo. Was she really? Yeah, I didn't As I didn't who? realize that. Uh, she's the girl. What? No, that's uh, Amelia Clark. Hold on, was, who is she? In- was the girl? No, you're right. She was L three thirty seven. She was the droid. Oh, she was the droid. Oh, never mind. I don't like her. I don't like the character she's typecast as. Because uh, the droid was the worst part of Solo. Um, she's on um. She has because a show the droid was Fleabag. very. The droid was very like. Oh, I'm standing up for droids' rights. Droids shouldn't be slaves. Okay. Shut up. I don't need these kind of like politics in my Star Wars movie. Like you missed the whole point of droids at that point, which seems like the same kind of character she's been typecast in Indiana Jones is the, well, I'm a woman. Uh, Hold for applause. She has a show (laughs) called Fleabag that I really want to watch. Oh, I'm a woman. Hold for applause. Or like there's that line from the trailer where he's like, I st- I fought the Nazis and she was like, "Yeah, but you stole from indigenous people." And I'm like, okay. "He stole the stones from the cult people in Temple of Doom to give it back to the people who were supposed to have it." Yeah, I don't and know how to read that. And set the child slaves free. He's a hero wherever you look. I don't know if her character is going to be like the she's super woke and like doesn't get it. I hope not. It's just like she doesn't get it. She's I think like, that's yeah, why people like don't like her guy. character. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go in with an open mind, right, but I'm same. I'm just prepared to not like that character. Yeah, I'm based I'm on the information nervous. that I have. I'm a little nervous. My hopes. I just really wish 
the critics were like 98%. This is the best Indiana Jones movie. Cause then I could go in with some confidence of like, Oh, this is going to be at least objectively good. But according but, to the critics, it's objectively worse than what's considered the worst Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Kingdom so, of the Crystal Skull. We will see. Also, why didn't they let Steven Spielberg direct it? Come they, on. Wait, oh, that's right. They didn't. But then they showed it to Steven Spielberg and he was like, wow, this is so impressive. I didn't know other people could make an Indiana Jones movie as good as me. And I'm like, Steve, Steven, Mr. Spielberg, Mr. Blink twice if they're holding a gun to your head. making (laughs) Yeah, that has to be twice. There's no way. If Kathleen Kennedy has a gun to your head and says, say this nice thing about our movie. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I... I am going in with an open mind, but expectations are not at a 10, essentially. I will tell you right now, if at any point in the movie they pass the torch to Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I will get up and leave. I will not finish the movie. Waller-Bridge. Oh, it's Waller? Okay. Waller-Bridge. She's very British. If they oh, well, that's a I red flag like, in and of itself. Anyway, I feel like there will be some post credit scene where she like picks up his hat and like the theme will play, and then we cut to black, and then I go ask for my money back. I say, Can I have my money? <laughs> I hated that movie. Can I have it back? <laughs> Can I have my 55 cents I paid as a convenience fee because I have Regal Unlimited? Uh, Can I have it back? <laughs> I did not like this. Me- <laughs> Gosh. Well, unless you have anything else to say, we can wrap up here. No, I can't wait to see the thumbnail for this episode. I'm going to make it really cursed and put Indiana Jones. (laughs) Like that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's like about to make the switch, but I'm going to crop it and Photoshop it so I can put him in front of a Walmart. Uh, And then I'm going to exchange the idol for something else, like a Lego set. And that's going to be the thumbnail for this episode. That's a... (laughs) <laughs> that's a great thumbnail i love that so much everyone thank you for listening to this episode of the nerdiest podcast make sure you rate five stars on spotify and apple podcasts and subscribe on youtube so you can see our iconic thumbnails to episodes at the nerdiest podcast if you want to see our walmart thumbnail for this episode make sure you hit that subscribe button because we're doing great original content there leave five stars leave a review and we'll watch it and we'll read it on the show Follow on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. We have some amazing stuff coming, so keep your dial tuned. No. And it is your destiny. No. Thank you for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Uh, Bye.